Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping. All right, guys? Um, Right now, you'll find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm also going to be way more active now on YouTube. I've been hinting at some things, and I'm finally narrowed it down to what I want to do. So I want to break it down to you right now. Uh, On YouTube... I will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out. You guys seem to be loving every reaction episode I put out and every quick hitter episode I put out are off the charts, both of them. So I will start with reaction episodes and I will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well. Um, Fantastic. The response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts. I just want you guys to know. I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to um, uh, YouTube and like and subscribe. And also go to Spotify and leave a star review. Uh, Hopefully it's a five-star review. Follow there as well. And hit me up on the DM and I will send you new stickers. And I have wrist bracelets. The ones that old Lance Armstrong used to have. But they are blue with the Michigan Maniac uh, on it. And let's face it, this is the football rant, but we are all Michigan Maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to um, Spotify in the bio, you can hit uh, the voicemail voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing. Please leave your voicemail and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get. If I don't get any voicemails, it'll continue just to be ask me anything. Either way, I'm hoping that you guys get involved. I want to be more uh, retro. I want to be more active with you guys. Okay. Also, you go to the bio in Spotify And you can support this podcast for a mere $4.99 a month. I think there's three options, $0.99, $4.99, and $9.99. Either one, I really don't care either one you want. You go ahead and support this podcast, and it will allow me to buy shirts, hats, and all the other stickers and uh, bracelets that I can pay for. That's all I want to do is just give back to the Maniac Society that has been so good to me. So I appreciate you guys. Go through all this. If you can, let me know, and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, To me, you always be the silent majority. There's a few of you I hear from constantly, but the numbers have just been increasing, and it is fantastic. It is getting to the point... Um, it's getting to the point where we are almost pre-COVID numbers, and that's exciting. And I have only you to thank. So thank you very much, guys. Once again, go to YouTube, go to Spotify, like and subscribe on both, leave a review on both, hit me up on the DMs, and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is off that is offered, and I will also send you a hat 
once the the new hats come out i want you to pick which one and i will send them out i just want to make you guys happy that's all i want to do so i hope we can just crush it and i hope you love this week's episode hey hey Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Uh, guys, this is the big game pregame Bowling Green. Uh, did you know their their uh, their mascots, the Falcons? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know that. That I don't know. I shouldn't be that surprised. I guess I don't know. So, guys, this has been kind of an exciting week, right? I mean. It's been, it's been exciting and it's been great. Uh, but before we get into any of this, uh, just so you guys know, I have got back on YouTube. I, I try to find me and I can't seem to do it. So you guys go ahead and keep doing it. People keep finding it because the views are going up slowly, but they're going up. I don't blame you. I kind of left my YouTube channel for dead. Uh, but back on YouTube for the reaction episodes and any type of specialty stuff I do, I'll, I'll throw on there as well. Spot, uh, Spotify for sure. Um, reaction episodes are going to be video. Uh, great stuff for this Spotify. You guys have been killing it so far this season. I thank you so much. Um, guys, if you can go ahead and just support me on uh, Twitter and Instagram and my Michigan fan page, because I'll be honest, guys, I have the best memes in the business. I don't, there's nobody out there that can do it better than me, in my opinion. Now, I've, there are some accounts that are close, but I'm the best in the biz. So if you guys can continue just to support that, tell your friends, actually share a lot of them, you know, Get this thing moving. That'd be great. It's it's getting steam, but it you know I would. My goal is to be the top, so that's where I want to go. So before we get into Bowling Green, which is I mean, let's face it, there's not a whole lot to talk about in the first couple weeks of the of this season, just because you know they're usually crap. So before the, we do that, I'm just gonna go over some of the stuff that I. Uh, like key matchups in the Big Ten, we're going to go do first. Then we're going to do this new thing where I, I'm going to get some power rankings of the top five teams in the country, just solely based off of if I think Michigan can beat them or not. <laughs> where where I think Michigan falls in that level, you know what I mean? Um, and then we'll get to the stars of the game, and then we'll get to uh, the score, and then we'll talk a little Bowling Green. Uh, so. Some of the stuff I, I'm curious about in the Big Ten, it's kind of an interesting week in the Big Ten. Uh, <laughs> little Brother plays Washington, which should just be oh, a real butt spanking. You know, <laughs> Mel Tugger over there uh, won't be there for the game for obvious reasons. But, uh, you know, he likes big butts and he cannot lie. So I think it's going to be a butt spanking. Uh, I think Washington's just going to go in there and beat the pants off of uh, <laughs> Michigan State. I don't think – the one thing that does make things kind of interesting, right, for me on this is that Washington has the third best uh, total offense in the nation with 565 
yards per game. And Michigan State, surprisingly, they I mean, listen, they played Richmond and Central Michigan. They have the sixth best defense in the country right now at allowing 219 yards per game. Now, with everything going on, I think I think Washington is going to live up to that, and I think Washington's two, maybe three scores better than Michigan State. Um, Iowa against Western Michigan. <laughs> I, I find this fascinating, only because I think this could be low-key a game that Iowa could potentially lose. I just I, – I have no other real – uh, like here's the thing. So like Iowa has still with the Dynamo, uh, Cade McNamara under center. They still have the 117th ranked offense. <laughs> yeah, at 259 yards per game. If that is not the most Cade McNamara thing in the world, I'm other than being a spoiled brat. That is the most Cade McNamara thing in the world, just leading a mediocre offense. Uh, there's, I mean, Western Michigan really doesn't do anything great. I just, I have a weird feeling. I don't, I don't know why, and it could be completely wrong, but I think Western Michigan is going to play Iowa way tough, and it's going to be in the balance in the fourth quarter. Um, now Rutgers, this is one I'm very curious about only because I think Rutgers low key could overtake, uh, Maryland as the fourth best team in the big 10 East. I know, I know that's crazy to say, but I really like Greg Schiano. There was something about him in the big 10, um, media day. I really wanted to bag on this guy. I really did. But I've been I like the his his interaction with people. I I really think he's probably a pretty great coach. And I'm very interested to see what what Rutgers does. They're playing Virginia Tech. I mean, Virginia Tech's not great, but it's a it's a pretty good challenge for Rutgers, right? And listen, we play them in two weeks, so I want to see what, you know, we play them the following week, so I kind of want to see what they're up to. Very interested about that game. Um, I, I think Rutgers is going to pull that one out. Uh, the Ohio-Western uh, Kentucky game. That one, obviously, always going to be interested in what Ohio's doing because I think Kyle McCord, <laughs> I just, I don't think he's the dude. I think he's Ohio- uh, He's Ohio Cade McNamara, in my opinion. And we all know what that is. Now, because Western Kentucky really hasn't found their groove since they lost that zippy guy, I think his name was, since he's gone to the NFL. But they do have a very fast-paced offense. And a, what last year, two years ago, they kind of gave Ohio fits for about a quarter to a half, you know, so I'm curious about that game. I want to see if Ohio is, so if Ohio doesn't get Marvin Harrison Jr. more involved, does he get upset? Does he sit out like uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, right? Does he do the typical Buckeye thing who highly, 
highly touted Buckeye talent and sit out because he's not going to get what he... Now, listen, C.J. Stroud played the whole way. But, you know, I think C.J. Stroud got kind of a bad rap. I think he was... I think he's at heart a kind of a good dude. I mean, he's going to suck it. He's going to suck in the NFL just because he's a he's a Buckeye quarterback. So that's just their lot in life. But I think overall he's probably not a bad kid, even though he doesn't like the cold and he's kind of a whiner. I know I just said a bunch of things that aren't positive, but I have a weird feeling that he might be an all right kid. Um, but uh, does Marvin Harrison Jr. just say fuck this, man? I'm sitting out. You guys can't get me the ball. This, these two morons over here behind the center can't throw the ball more than 10 feet. Uh-uh. I ain't doing this. I'm going to sit down. I don't want to ruin my draft stock. Maybe. But see, I yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Because I, I don't know. I think Marvin Harrison still has one more year. So that whole theory could go right out the window. <laughs> I don't know. But it's something to watch. I mean, I'm very curious about what Ohio does. Now, the other one, the final one in the Big Ten is Penn State, Illinois. This one's very, uh, this one could go either way for me. It could go either, uh, holy crap, it could be not not nine overtimes like it was like two years ago or whatever, or last year. I think it was last year, wasn't it? No, no, whatever, two years. Well, yeah, it was like two years ago. So Brandon Peters was still on the team. So uh, it could go pretty close because Illinois, even though I think they look awful, I mean, they barely beat Toledo. I think it was Toledo. And then they got blown out. And, I mean, I know it was like 10 points, I think, Kansas beat them by. But still, they they allowed over 500 yards of total offense against Kansas. Ah, maybe Kansas is for real. Maybe they're legit. But they seem like level competition in my mind when I thought about it, when I saw saw the saw them on the docket for that day, you know. Thought that that should be a good that should be a good interesting game and it wasn't. Um so but Illinois and Brett Bielema, they might be able to really throw some rocks into the gears of this running game. I don't know if if they're going to make if they can do anything with that pass defense. I mean that was just not good. So I think Aller's probably going to have a good game, but I think they slow down that run game. But to be honest with you, that Penn State Iowa game in two weeks, I think Iowa is going to give the blueprint to all the other Big Ten teams and every team that Penn State plays for the rest of the season on how to beat Penn State. I think Iowa is going to give Aller fits. That defense is very good. It's very solid, and I think they're going to give him fits. But I also, but to get back to Illinois, I just think Illinois is probably going to lose by like 10, but it's going to be a lot closer than we think. But still going to be interesting to watch because I want to see what Aller does because that, uh, that Illinois defensive line, that defensive tackle is pretty good. So I, I want to see what he can do when he gets pressure in his face. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I still think Penn State wins, obviously. Um, Now, getting into what I'm going to be keeping an eye on when it comes to this. Actually, you know, before I do that, let's get into the Maniac uh, power rankings, right? So I heard something on one of these other lame-o podcasts. I know lame-o, but I'm listening every week just because I 
have to have Michigan content. I am so obsessed with this team that I have to listen to anything. Even if it's like the worst podcast, I am still listening to it just for a little bit of a nugget that maybe could be like, damn, that was a good point. Fuck, yeah, okay, I get that. You know what I mean? And trust me, I sit through some really bad podcasts. Some of them, some of, there's like four of them that I couldn't tell you that they're any different. I think they're all the same. They all sound the same. <laughs> I just, I, it blows, I couldn't, I, the Pepsi challenge, I couldn't tell you which one was which, to be quite honest with you. But anyways, I heard this one and I wanted to see, in my idea, the power ranking is, the, the question that I heard that was stated, is Michigan truly the number two team in the nation? And I started thinking about that because at first I was like, ah, fuck yeah, they are. And I started thinking. And so my power ranking in the way I see it is who are the top five teams and Michigan is one of them. So really who are the top four teams that Michigan would be playing that I would have to worry about, right? And I'm going to throw Michigan in there. So it's a little odd the way I stated it, but still roll with me on this. So number five is Texas. Now I know people are enamored with Texas right now because they beat Alabama. I'm not impressed with Alabama. The way I saw that game going and the way I their quarterback is just a level above uh, Nebraska's quarterback. So I'm not very impressed with Alabama. I think Alabama might be the third to fourth best team in the SEC right now. Not impressed. Um, so, yes, fantastic win. I'm not going to take that away from Texas. That was a great win. But am I nervous for Michigan to go up against Texas? No, I'm not. I li- I've been living here in Austin for two years. I've watched a lot of Texas football. And the only thing that makes me nervous about Texas football is Xavier Worthy. That's it. Now, you put Will Johnson on him, healthy Will Johnson, I don't think there's a problem. I think our defensive line gives Ewers fits. I I think it, Will Johnson wins more than he loses against Xavier Worthy. Um, so no, I think I think I'm not nervous about Texas. I think it'd be one hell of a game, but I think I think Michigan wins at least by seven or ten points. Um, and that's in Austin or in Ann Arbor. To be honest, I've watched a lot of Texas football, and that's what I see. To be honest with, you. I'm not impressed with their running game at all. And I don't think that running game could do anything against Michigan's uh, defensive line. So if you're going to put it all on yours uh, shoulders, I don't. I really don't see him winning that game. Uh, number four, Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame overall is, is vastly improved. That Hartman is a really solid quarterback. I mean, the only reason why, in my opinion, Notre Dame didn't beat Ohio State last year was solely based off of how bad the quarterback play was. They've got a good defense, a solid running game, and now a really good quarterback. And I think that would be a slugfest with Michigan. It would be uh, one of those hard – it might go down in the annals of Michigan-Notre Dame rivalry. you know. And plus, it's a rivalry game. So Notre Dame's always on my mind when it comes to that. Um, obviously, number three, I think Michigan. I think Michigan's truly the number three best team in the nation – um, because I don't know if they can beat the two teams ahead of them. And I'll be honest, I I love Michigan to death, but these two teams, 
are are elite. And one of them, number two, is Georgia. And is now the only thing with Georgia is their quarterback. I don't know about him yet. I haven't seen the two two games yet. This Beck kid, maybe he maybe he lights it up. Maybe he really is the real deal. But that would be the only chance that Michigan, I think, would have against Georgia, is the our pass rush really messing with that kid. Because Bowers, I mean, their offensive line, their defensive, their defense is good. I mean, it's not as great as when we played them in that first round, but still, I mean, they've got what about fifteen five stars on that team, so. Georgia national title winners. I'm I'm going to still say they're probably better than we are, only solely based off of the limited the limited stuff I just gave you. And then the number one team in the nation. I maybe I'm jumping on the bandwagon, and I really don't like this team. But Florida State, Florida State right now to me looks like a very dangerous team. That quarterback, that I think his name's Travis, right? That kid can flat out play. He's got some holes in his game, but what helps is that his wide receiving core is dangerous as hell. That Keon Coleman uh, seems to have uh, gotten better since we've seen him last. I mean, unbelievable. I the kid is proof. One of the if, if he's not one of the be, if he's not the best he is top two top three best wide receivers in the game right now I mean college football and then their their uh, edge rushers are pretty great um, they're vicious uh, so hard hitting defense uh, electric offense and I think right now if if now if Michigan had a running game a much better running game than what we have right now. Uh, I don't know if I'd I'd be so worried to be quite honest. I kind of like how Michigan is playing. Like defensive line, I think we can neutralize their run. I think we can really cause that white that that quarterback some fits. Uh, I would worry about how how good is Wallace, our guy Josh Wallace. I I, I think he's good. I think he's going to be a great second guy. Um. I just don't know, and that would be the one thing that would worry me. Uh, I think our linebackers could get exposed in that, uh, but that would be my worry is uh, Michigan uh, losing to Florida State. So now with all that out of the way, let's get into Bowling Green. Uh, Bowling Green really doesn't do anything real exciting. The one thing that we will, uh, the one person we will recognize from this is um, – Connor Basilak. Now, in 2022, last year, we sacked that mother effer seven times when we played Indiana. We made him see ghosts everywhere. So with that, I would assume Indiana has a much better offensive line than Bowling Green has. I mean, Bowling Green averages about 328 yards per game, or t- per game, 328 total yards uh on offense and their defense gives up about 389 uh so not great on either way you know Basilak uh loves his tight end cuz in the in the last what his Fannin Jr or whatever Harold Fannin Jr nine receptions for 138 Basilak's got 390 for three touchdowns uh 
I think we're going to terrorize them again. If we get, I wouldn't be surprised if we get seven sacks this week. Uh, I just, I think we're going to eat and we're going to eat big. Uh, this defensive line is so much better than what it was last year. And if we were able to put that kind of pressure on him, and he played for Indiana, not like Indiana, as we all know, they're not world beaters by any stretch of the imagination, but they're in a power five conference. They've gotta they've gotta recruit better than than uh bowling green they have to like i refuse to believe that they don't recruit better than bowling green now granted basil act transferred to bowling green so i don't know what that really says i just probably says that tom allen's a dick face but you know what i mean so i think that right there i think their main they pass. I think we're going to be able to shut down the pass because he's not going to be able to see any of his wide receivers. I think he still has nightmares about Michigan's uh, defensive line, and we're only better now. So I think it's only going to take two to three hits. We don't even have to sack him. And I think he gets hit once or twice, and he's going to start panicking again. And as we noticed last year, when he starts to panic, he can't pass the ball for shit. So... I think we stop the run, obviously. We get pressure on him. We shut them down. So I think our defense is really going to eat. I think our offense really starts to click, hopefully, with the running game this week. I think that, I think with Sharon Moore being the head coach on this game, I think you're going to see more focus on the running game this week. So don't be surprised if you see uh, the numbers go up. I think this is going to be uh, uh, Corum's. First game with over 100 yards rushing. You, I would even say that probably Edwards. I think Edwards right now is probably in his own head because of the things he said. So I think he's a little bit worried maybe. Maybe he's not even 100% healthy. Who knows? But uh, I think you'll probably see Corm with about 120. This is my guess. 120, about two touchdowns. And I think you'll even see Edwards with probably about 50 to 70 yards rushing on this in this week. Because with, with Sharon Moore, I think he's really going to focus on this run. Uh, and that's really about it, guys. I mean, there's not much really to go over. I, I've looked at this. It's not There's not one person on that team that's scary, really. Their defense is all right, but it's not great, obviously. I think they're 77th total in the, in the nation total defense. Um, I think we're going to have our way with them. I mean, this is like the least talented of the three that nobodies that we've played this year. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to kick their ass. My score is Michigan 45, Bowling Green nothing. Now, that's only in three quarters because I'm sure we'll pull our starters. Now, the, the second team will probably make Bowling Green look great. They will probably almost even score, right? So the final score probably won't be 45 to nothing. It'll probably be 45 to 7 or 45 to 3. But I'm only going to give the score of what the starters are going to allow, and it's going to be 45 to nothing. Uh, all three of these games should have been, or the two games before, you know, prior should have been shutouts. I just have zero faith right now in our second team offense. I mean, I know you mix them in and out and whatever, but I have to see more from the the quarterback, obviously, whoever the hell that might be. Uh, 
running game, one of you, just stand up and be a man and run the fucking ball, would you? For God's sakes. It's embarrassing. Um, Defense, I mean, come on. TJ Guy, I'm looking at you, man. Rashad, uh, like Benny, come on, man. I'm looking at you, too. You guys need to step up and do something. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's we'll, we'll cruise. It'll be another one that people will be like, oh, somebody will find something wrong with something that we did in this game. But overall, it's going to be a very easy win for us. It's going to be enjoyable. It's what, what we're all going to probably be talking about the most is the light show, probably at halftime or whatever they plan on doing it. Uh, they're, it's a night game, so that's going to be cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know. That's it. 45 to nothing. Stars of the game. Uh, we got Jarrell Harrell. Uh, Jarrell. What am I doing? Jalen Harrell. Um, Corum. And then Kenneth Grant. Uh, it could be made. I, I was fighting. I really want to see Chris. I want to see Chris Jenkins just tear it up. And this could be the game he does it in. But... You know what? Fuck it. Chris Chris Jenkins, I am throwing it out there. I want him to just kill it. I just I love I love his attitude. I love the way he plays ball. I'm a big fan. So Chris Jenkins, player of the game, or one of the stars of the game. Corum, like I said, he's probably going to have 120 and about two touchdowns. And then uh Jalen Harrell. I think he's probably going to have three sacks. Don't be shocked if we have seven or eight sacks in this game. Just because Basilak can't move, he's going to get scared, and I don't think they have a very good offensive line. So there we go, guys. Uh, big game pregame. Third in the book. Third. Dang, can you believe it's the third one already? Dang. All right, well, let's just enjoy the season because it already seems like it's going by pretty fast. Um, guys, great things are coming to the Michigan football rant. Big things are coming, and um, I can't say anything yet because I haven't solidified some of the things, uh, and some of it will probably be this year, and for sure, stuff will be next year, which is very exciting, which scares me too because we could stink next year. <laughs> we could stink next year, but anyways, that's fine. Uh, but guys, please, please, please start sharing my memes because let's face it, we all know I have the best memes in the game. Let's share them. Let's get them out there. Um, thank you all for your support. Uh, and always, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It, I mean, it really is great. And always and forever, guys, go blue.